0: Everybody, this is Joel Junker and welcome to another episode of the Cameron Brooks podcast Above and Beyond. In this episode, I interviewed Josh Hulu, a Cameron Brooks alumnus from 2016. Uh, Josh uh, is a West Point graduate uh, from 2009 and a former Army aviator. He spent 5 years in the Cameron Brooks Development and Preparation program prior to making the transition. During that time, he deployed multiple times and also earned his MBA at the number one distance learning MBA program, Indiana University's Kelley School of Business. Uh, Josh describes his Cameron Brooks preparation experience, some of the reservations that he had about Cameron Brooks and, and our partnership agreement, uh, about his fear of missing out if he came to the Cameron Brooks and uh, the opportunities he may not be able to apply to on his own and how when he came to the conference he was blown away or, in his words, shocked by how great the opportunities were. Uh, Josh additionally explains the value of conducting a career search and comparing options. And finally, uh, he tells his story of how he made the successful transition to his company, DXC Technologies. And then lastly, he provides a couple of great books, uh, book recommendations, uh, Influencer, The Psychology of Persuasion, and another one called The Coaching Habit. It's a great podcast of about 25 minutes with Josh. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Hey, Josh, it's Joel, and, and I want to welcome you to the, the Cameron Brooks podcast. And excited to have, have you on because I know we've stayed in close touch since you've made the transition to, to DXC several years ago, and I'm really excited, especially as we ramped up for this podcast with some of the things you want to share with the team. So I'd like you just to start off with introducing yourself. Who you are and what you do, a little bit about your background to the listeners, and we'll we'll make that a jumping off point.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for uh, having me on the podcast, Joel. It's actually really exciting for me to to reconnect with with Cameron Brooks and and get the opportunity to to uh, I guess impart some of my experiences to other JMOs or other alumni uh, or, or other former military officers who made the transition. So. So I am uh, Josh Halu. I am an account general manager for a company called DXC Technology, and I actually did not join DXC Technology from the from the career conference. I I joined Hewlett Packard Enterprise, and uh, there was a, a, a cohort of probably 12 or 15 different Cameron Brooks uh, JMOs that that went with Hewlett Packard Enterprise over the course of a couple different um different uh different sessions and uh, about maybe 3 weeks this was 3 years ago when I joined the company and went to the career conference and uh early on I think about 3 weeks into my time with with HPE I um uh the company made the decision to spin off our division a 20 billion dollar division of of Hewlett Packard Enterprise, which is an uh, which is an IT services division, and we merged with another company. So uh, it, was, it was very interesting early on uh, joining a company, and then realizing very quickly that I'm now going to be part of a different company and going through those those changes and transitions. I think that that uh, really gave me a lot more perspective and experience early on. Um, what I do and what my company does is uh, provide I, IT and business process services to uh, to to major corporations so so my role as an account general manager uh, is that I own the end-to-end relationship between my company DXC technology and my client who's a pharmaceutical company um, based out of Indianapolis and and I manage the client relationship the sales relationship the uh, the end-to-end P&L the book of business the contracts Essentially, everything that 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 happens between my company and and my client, and responsible for sales and growth and targets and all that, but also staffing the people that 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 do the the work around the world in support of my client.
0: And Josh, you know, when we were, it's a good backgrounder, and I think that when things that you said you really wanted to share with the the, the listeners. Um, and more appropriate for the people that are in our Cam- the Cameron Brooks program or considering it is your, your transition from when you first initiated with Cameron Brooks, starting early, got your MBA, some of the why that was valuable, but also some of the perceptions or misperceptions that you had. So let's make that a jumping off point. of any subjects that you want to take off right here that you feel like would be good for our listeners to hear about your experience in that transition piece of partnering with Cameron Brooks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, it was—it was actually pretty interesting how I how I found Cameron Brooks. Um, I I graduated from West Point in in 2009 as an aviation officer and went to flight school in Fort Rucker, Alabama, with my wife. And uh, after flight school, well, during flight school, uh, I made the decision to also study for my GMAT and take my GMAT. And um, the, the Army actually pays for. For one GMAT or GRE, so I took advantage of it during that time when I when I was going through flight school and instead of being operational because I, I really had the the perspective that that I wanted to be in the military. I really loved uh, the idea of service to to the country and 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 spending that time and and having the experience of going through West Point and leading leading soldiers and and then uh, I, I I think I always had the perception that I wanted to move into. The business world or the corporate world after uh, after my military commitment was was complete, and so I, I I took some very very early proactive steps to to get the ball uh, rolling and, and took my GMAT did 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 pretty well and then started looking at at different programs that I could do while active and and there were a lot of a lot of major uh, major programs that were launching online uh, based. MBAs that you know that were the same as as if you were in a full time MBA program, and I applied and was accepted into uh, IU's in, Indian, Indiana University's Kelly School of Business, um, and then uh, then made the decision to to actually start start that during my my first deployment in Afghanistan. So I was able to to do my MBA from a variety of locations over the course of, of about two and a half years. Um, I think that was pretty crucial to to uh, To get me thinking about the business world and what comes next after the military. But um, I, I guess rewinding a little bit, after I graduated flight school, I went to uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and I was a platoon leader. And I think I got a, a letter just addressed to address to, <laughs> to platoon leader and at, at, at my unit at the at the hangar that I was that I was working out of. And uh, it was from Cameron Brooks, and it was inviting me to um, to uh, go to one of one of the sessions at a you know a local local hotel that rob was coming out to, to give and i went to that and it was about it was about i would i want to say five years in advance of when i was uh supposed to make a transition because as an aviation officer you have about a, a seven-year obligation so i went in and uh and i i you know heard heard uh the cameron brooks approach and i was very intrigued by it i had already made the decision to pursue my mba so i you know, I thought, well, this is a great opportunity to start a relationship with with Cameron Brooks. They, you know, very much seem like they want to have uh, have a long, you know, long term relationship with transitioning military officers, which I think is very unique in the uh, in the JMO uh, recruiter uh, uh, industry. And 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 so I think from that point on, I, I I actually had, I think I talked to Rob about my my decision to pursue an MBA. Um, and, you know, throughout my my several years leading up to my point where I was able to transition out of the military, I maintained a really close relationship with you, with Joel, and Pete, and Rob, and the Cameron Brooks team um, in anticipation of an eventual transition, which gave me the opportunity to really start to think about um, how I best prepare myself and, and ensure I'm, I, I can be as successful as possible, both both during my time in the military and, and in my transition. So, you know, started started the book reading list, which, which had a, a positive impact on, on my day-to-day job, as well as it got me thinking about what comes next after the military.
0: And you, you started early, um, and you started early with the MBA. And uh, what, do you, what was the value for you of connecting with Cameron Brooks early in the process?
1: Yeah. That's a you know that's a great question, Joel. I I really uh, I think the value of connecting early with Cameron Brooks. Well, I'll, I'll 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 take a step back and say that I know that there there are several or multiple uh, JMOs who I met um, that were going through my cohort that had just came back from a deployment and made the decision to transition and they were transitioning out you know in the next three months and didn't have the long lead time that I had I had had. And and had a you know very different experience because it was it was very quick and they were trying to get through all the all the 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 developmental preparation program and the reading list and just get prepared for that to make that transition in a short period of time. I had the opposite where I had a lot of time to really to to build the relation with Cameron Brooks under, you know build the trust. But but I got a lot of great advice um, from from you and and Rob and Pete. I think we, we met quarterly for, you know, for, for nearly five years. And anytime I had, a, I had a career question or I had a question about, about you know, a decision I was going to make, a decision with, with my MBA, I would pick up the phone and call Cameron Brooks. Uh, and it was really a partnership knowing that at the end of my time in the military, I was going to go through a career conference with Cameron Brooks and I was going to make a, make a decision. And I was comfortable with that because we had built that relationship. You know, one of the one of the most important decisions, I think, that that I would make in my life when I decided to transition out of the military.
0: Yeah, the trusted advisor piece, you know, a lot of times people will ask me, what's the value? Is it too early to start with Karen Brooks? And I say the longer you spend with us, it's not just also about preparation, but by the time you come to a conference, we know each other so well. And I think there's just a tremendous value of being really open with one another in the conversations about what's important to to you as a candidate and your spouse, Josh, you, had a, you know, had career goals as well. And you had some questions and concerns about how we operated. So by the time we got to the conference, you know, there was just a high level of trust and knowledge of, of each other beyond just the surface of, well, Josh is an aviator, he's a West pointer. He's good at these things. We kind of know what internally also drove, drove you and you knew a lot about our operations and processes. I, really, I think that that kind of what you're talking about is that trust. It's interesting, though, you talked as we have got on, you'd like to share with the audience some misperceptions or concerns that you had about partnering with Cameron Brooks. I think that's one of the things you said you want to come. I'm, I'm curious what those are. So I do remember a lot of our conversations where you just asked a lot of great and fair questions about the partnership and how our conferences and the transition worked
1: yeah absolutely joel i i was definitely concerned uh that that i would be um closing myself off to other opportunities uh you know re- regardless of the trust that that we had built that was extremely important to me and i felt like the relationship was really value- it was extremely valuable and 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 you know in in reflection I mean, in hindsight uh, i i wouldn't do things any differently and and my concerns were, I think, misguided. But at the time, you know, I thought, all right, I've got, I've got my MBA. I've, you know, I've, I've got a good resume and, and background. Am I closing myself off to other opportunities by committing to the Cameron Brooks exclusivity agreement? Uh, and, you know, and not going and applying to different, different jobs that, you know, or companies that I wanted to, to potentially work for that you know I couldn't I couldn't guarantee would be at the conference. And and that gave me some concern because you know I I I didn't know at that point what I wanted to do um, post military. And and I think that I think that's even more critical to to know, you know, that that you don't know what you want to do post military um, and, and why it's it was so much more powerful to partner with Cameron Brooks and not and not worry about um, not worry about what you may be missing out, that, that FOMO idea if you're missing out that that kind of comes with the commitment to the exclusivity agreement and going to a Cameron Brooks conference, especially, you know, given its proximity to when you're essentially going to be without a without an income or without a job when you leave the military, because you typically go through the conference either during terminal leave or, or just before it. And and I think that I was I was overly concerned that if I commit to Cameron Brooks, I am there's opportunity cost there and I'm not going to be able to go, you know, interview with, with some of the, the big name companies that I was I was very interested in working for. Now flash forward to the career conference and I was I was shocked when I showed up. And actually I think ours was the first career conference where we we got the names of the companies that we'd be interviewing with. A few days earlier, before the conference, typically you show up at the hotel and you, you get your packet and you figure out, you know, the list of of, of, of uh, companies you'd be inter- interviewing with. And uh, we found out a few days before, and I was just blown away by the caliber of the companies that I'd be interviewing with. There were 15 there. They were across. There are 15 companies that I interviewed with over the course of two days. Uh, actually, 17 interviews because I did two follow-ups from the day one on day two which was a lot of fun. And it was extremely exhausting. Um, And then I, you know, did went on the follow-ups after that, the entire time Cameron Brooks, you know, would, would just, just be there and be our partner every step of the way. I'd pick up the phone and call you Joel or call anybody and, and say, I'm thinking about this, or I'm thinking about that. Um, This is, this is my impression of this company. And it was, it, it was just a tremendous partnership throughout the entire process that, Uh, that had I gone through on my own and just tried to apply to companies directly and, and get an offer, an interview, um, it would, it wouldn't have been anywhere near the, uh, the exposure to a a wide variety of of companies at the same exact time, you know, and then comparing offers at the same exact time, you know, I I would never have had that, that experience. Now, I also want to say that uh, that one of the things that Cameron Brooks talks about is not to, not to uh, rule out companies before you've had the opportunity to interview with them and learn about you know, learn about what they do, learn about that industry. You, you may think you want to be a you know a, a business consultant or a management consultant, and you end up finding that you know operations or finance is is a career path that you really like. That was really true for me. I think it, you probably remember Joel. I really wanted to go into management consulting. And I, uh, I had, you know, in my mind, started to rule out some other options, but I went through, uh, just like Cameron Brooks kind of kind of teaches you to do with job one, get yeses from every single company. Job two, figure out, you know, figure out which company you want to work for once you have all your yeses. And, and that was my experience um, where I actually had uh, HPE, the company that I chose at the time, uh, I think they were listed as like my number 11. They weren't even my top 10, but I had such a good interview with them that I bumped them all the way back up. And then I uh, had such a good uh, follow-on interview that I ended up, I ended up making that decision. And it was uh, one of the best career decisions I've ever made.
0: That, you know, that's just great uh, insight too. And the fear of missing out is very natural. And I hear that as one of the main reasons by, why people, Uh, they love what we offer in terms of preparation they like what they we provide in terms of the career conference and they there's not a lot but some people say well i'm fear of missing out on these other options over here it's always hard for me to commit to to communicate to them that yeah but you're also missing out on what you just explained josh you're missing out on hpe and ey or what are the other companies that you were seriously considering and and it's hard. I don't think that it's real. I don't know how many people really can line up three, four interviews like what you had at the career conference, much less two to three follow-up interviews and get offers at it at the same time to really be able to compare those options. And it's always hard for me to, to communicate. Yep. You might miss out on some things you could apply to on your own, um, but you also really miss out on what Cameron Brooks is offering. And lastly, we always say to people, Hey, you can apply. To other companies and reach out to them. We just ask that they do it on Tuesday night, right after the conference. But do you have any comments on that? Kind of elaborate on that fear of missing out thought
1: process. Oh, absolutely. It it was um, one of the mo- more difficult decisions I I made at the time uh, to 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 commit to Cameron Brooks as I got closer. I mean, I I I you know signed the exclusivity agreement five years in advance of of my transition, which is a, it's a significant amount of lead time. And it, it, in one, in one hand, it made me feel very comfortable knowing that, you know, I, I knew the caliber of camera books. I knew, you know, once you, once you get through, um, your, uh, uh, the, the, the assessment, I forget what it, what the term is for it, um, your marketability assessment. Right. Once you get through that and you get, you know, you, you, you understand that, you're part of a select group of people that Cameron Brooks is partnering with to, to place in high caliber positions with high caliber companies, you know, around the country. Um, You know, that, that was the comfort I had going in years in advance. And as I got closer, I started getting that, that fear that, all right, if I'm all in on Cameron Brooks, what am I, what am I missing out on? And, and I think as I got, as I got closer and I got, I got closer to the conference. I I, I thought that exact same thing that you just said, Joel. that I can, as soon as the conference is over, I've got enough lead time. I can apply to other companies um, if I want to, but it was almost like that was a self-limiting belief that, that, that I had to push out of my head and say, I know I am, I am going to the conference there. I am going to fully commit to this conference. I'm well prepared for it. If you know, there, there should certainly be a good opportunity coming out of here that, I will align with, and and it turned out that that was absolutely the case. I mean, my my biggest challenge, I think, coming out of the conference was, holy cow, there are 15 companies now. I think I'd, I ended up with 14 yeses or, or 13 yeses and maybe something like that, but there are all these different companies, and that one was in operations, and one was in finance, and there was brand management and account management and sales at, at, at all top-tier companies, PwC, E&Y, you know, HPE, Striker. And, and as I was as I was coming out of that, my, my biggest decision at that point was which which of these companies am I going to work for? But even before that, which of these companies am I going to go on a follow on interview with? It was it was just an, an enormous amount of options that I had once I had committed to the Rex conference. Uh, I, I got to look look at and see all of these different companies and all these different career paths. And there was, it was like instantaneously, I was like, wow, there was absolutely no, no need for me to even be worried um, coming to this conference that there wouldn't be something uh, for me to, to find.
0: Uh, Josh, thank you for that. It's so good. And I'm so glad you're candid about this, because I think it'll help listeners uh, about the agreement. I do want to clarify one thing it is a misperception. It's funny how many alumni actually say this about signing an, an agreement. You never sign. There's no agreement, even though people think that they do. I don't, maybe that's the level of commitment that, that you feel, which is great. Way, what we feel too, but we never ask anybody. Don't want people to sign the agreement. It's all like we start off with about trust, and that's just more for a clarification for our listeners to feel like that they don't have to sign anything. It's a, it's a verbal agreement, oh, yeah. but it's, it's such Appreciate an important that, yeah. But it's such an it's such an important one. You even. You know, a lot of people do talk about they sign, and I think it's because that's the level of commitment that people feel like they're making with Cameron Brooks and vice versa, the commitment they're getting back from Cameron Brooks.
1: Yeah, I think the, I think the, uh, the, the values that we have coming out of the military, which are so, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't overemphasize how, how crucial those values are in the corporate world and how much they have enabled my success and, and some of my peers' success that have transitioned out um those are the same types of things that i yeah you know i i i, I may i forgot because it was so many years ago at this point that i you know it wasn't actually a signature but it was you know you have the loyalty and the duty aspect and it's you know you're making a commitment and it's it's just like your oath or your bond and and that's you know that's that's that is the level of, of trust that you you know going in you should be putting into Cameron brooks because you know, because Joel and the whole Cameron Brooks team just just work incredibly hard to make sure that we're successful, and it, it felt like a partnership, and still does to this day. Josh, I know we're we're running out of time. You you said at the beginning
0: when we were, before we were even recording for the podcast, I got a, a piece of advice or something to share with people as they're establishing in business. What would that advice be to those that are? Hey, they're now they have made the whether it be about the decision or once you've made your decision, you're establishing, what would you want to share with us listeners for this last piece of advice?
1: Well, I, I think that the, the, the one of the most important pieces of advice as you're making the transition and you're starting in your new role is, is to, to kind of trust yourself, trust the process, you know, trust the, the reason that you were hired into a role. Um, and, and that you, you, know, you can be successful, but you have to be committed to it. And uh, Cameron Brooks does a great job of kind of, <laughs> kind of painting out the wedding cake. I, I still talk about, talk about that analogy where you, you're building your career up. You need, a, you need to transition out of the military. You had a success, successful military career. You're transitioning into a civilian career. No matter how prepared you think you are, I thought I was so prepared, um, I overconfident, you just don't know what you don't know until you show up on day one and you're, you're past that honeymoon phase and you, you know, you're not being pursued by a ton of companies anymore. You've committed to a company and they hired you for a reason. And now it's time to, uh, you know, to get to work. And, and Cameron Brooks talks about, you know, spending that for, you know, about three years, at least in that first role, or first, first company. Um, I mean, obviously my company has changed and I've been, I've been promoted since I joined my company. Uh, but but you know spending that time and just being committed. That first year is difficult. The second year is even more difficult because you're really you're you're really owning it at that point. And then your third year you're you start to really get comfortable. And that's when you start to think about well what what comes next for me? Is it time for my next career step? And and I think it's just the grit and the perseverance and the resilience that we we should already have developed through our time in the military that we need to take to to day one of our new, new job and, and not lose sight of that, you know, and for me going through the the multiple company transitions during my early couple of years with, with my company, when we we're spinning off and merging and, you know, whole mergers and acquisitions has a big impact on people. And, and that had a big impact on me at the time to where I thought, um, you know, this is, this isn't what I originally thought it was going to be. You know, this is, this is much. Um, yeah, this isn't even the same company that I originally joined, and it gave me a little bit of concern early, you know, early on. But, but w- once I just decided, you know, at the very beginning that I was committed, I'm doing this for for a couple of years, just like Cameron Brooks kind of instructed me to do, and, and get through it and persevere and, and 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 take every opportunity and volunteer and be a hard worker and just you know work hard, just like your first day on the job in any in any new military um, military job. That that's when things just started clicking for me, and my my success took off. You know, I was hitting my, I became more confident in front of clients. I took, um, you know, I took a, a much larger role in my company, and I you know got got a promotion and and uh, started hitting my sales targets and growth and and things like that. And it was just that commitment and, and perseverance that comes with, you know, that just comes with a lot of the instructions that that uh, and, and the lessons that that Cameron Brooks imparts on you. So I I think that can't be overlooked. It's, it's, it's showing up, you know, ready to work getting past the honeymoon phase and knowing that you have incredible value to add to your organization and just get to work and forget about uh, any of your, any of your um, worries or
0: concerns. That's great, Josh. Thank you so much for, for sharing all this.
1: You've been an, you've been an incredible guest. Thanks for having me, Joel. I I do want to say there's a couple books maybe I can recommend too. That was, Kind of thinking about Go for it yeah thinking about that yeah so um i think two uh, there are two books that have been uh been really really beneficial for me to read over the last couple of years one is um, called the uh it's it's called the psych- influence the psychology of persuasion yeah. by robert cialdini I, I don't know if i don't i don't, that's, I don't think that's part of that. I, I read that uh maybe two years ago i don't think it's part of the um Cameron brooks reading list but that one is all about uh, all about um, influence and and how you persuade people and it's almost like like Robert Cialdini he, he has some good YouTube videos and his whole philosophy is around persuasion and influence and it's there's a, even a disclaimer like if you if you know these tools and you employ them correctly they can almost be used um, you know too effectively but it's it's how you how you uh, how you really persuade and influence in, in the in the real world in your day to day lives and your professional life, and there are very specific tools that you can use to be be more effective. Right, the way you approach different different um, challenges can be overcome if you can you know, change just a few things in how in how you approach uh, situations. So I, I definitely recommend that one. There's another one um, called the coaching habit that I just, mm-hmm. I absolutely love. Um, and it's all about how to get, how to be a better coach or mentor to your team. Um, I found when I, you know, when I started in my different roles in the military or in, in the corporate world, that a lot of people bring you their problems. Um, and there's, there's an HBR article that I think it's one of the most most popular ones in, in, in HBR's history. Uh, that was, that's called, Who's Got the Monkey? and it's all about uh it's it's a sh- very short read but it's all about what people bring you their problems they they're bringing you their their monkey essentially and trying to transfer the monkey onto your back and your job as a leader or manager is to enable your people to be very successful and to enable people to be able to solve their problems and and be able to delegate and trust um and 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 who's got the monkey is all about uh, you know, keeping the monkey on the right people's back, not accept, not pulling everything up to your level, and creating a culture where people don't just need to bring you their problems and bring you their challenges, and you just jump in and solve it for them. And that's what um, that's what the coaching habit is is about as well. People bring you their challenges, and there are very specific questions that that you can ask uh, that 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 help people reach conclusions on their own and even think more deeply that um you know then you've been able to coach and mentor somebody you've been able to get somebody to probably perform better and it shows that you're you're listening and and challenging your people and and i think those are those are very critical books um and lessons that i've that i've learned
0: coaching habits one of my favorite books it's one of the biggest reasons why i ended up pursuing my coaching graduate certificate through northwestern this last year And um, speaking of which I would like to just as we wrap up, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the podcast, and you and I can hop off and talk a little bit
1: about that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, thank you very right. much, Joel. It's been a been a pleasure. I'm I'm uh, glad to have have been invited to participate in the podcast. It's exciting. You're welcome. It's been great having you on as well.
0: Thank you again, everybody, for listening to another podcast from Cameron Brooks. Again, if you want to learn more, order our book, PCS to Corporate America, from Amazon. Uh, Additionally, you can contact us at candidates at Cameron-Brooks.com or access our website at Cameron-Brooks.com.